Hello, I'm Richard Fox. Welcome to Messages of Hope. It feels like there's a truck parked on my leg and it's just been crushed. I can try and mask it with medication, try and ignore it, but it's always there. His whole personality has changed. The medication affects his thought processes um, emotionally. He's quite fragile at times. So really, you know, from the man that I married, he's extremely different. One in five Australians suffer chronic pain. It can be a debilitating condition, leading to personality changes and a heavy strain on relationships. How do you cope with pain that never goes away? Today's guests are Stephen and Therese, who will share their journey of managing the effects of chronic pain. Stay tuned to hear how it's affected their relationships, lifestyle and purpose in life. At night I can't sleep cause the pain is unreal When I finally wake it's the first thing I feel It never goes away Stephen, Therese and Joe Ash, thanks for joining us today. I'd like to take you back to 2003, before Stephen was affected by chronic pain. How did you feel about life at that time? It seems like a dream I had a long time ago. The aspirations with ministry and church planting and travel and family and things to look forward to, yeah. I think we felt life had just fallen into place. You know, we'd moved out here, we had Joe Ash... And life was just kind of getting to, this is what we've dreamt of. Mm. So tell us about the events that began to change all of that. Yeah, I, I, uh, it was a couple of days before Christmas in 2003. Uh, a group from the school where I was a uh, school pastor went on a, uh, a day's uh, sporting activity, which was actually paintball, which I loved. <laughs> and um, I got back and was sore just took uh, medication and stuff and got through Christmas Eve service. And then Christmas Day, I was in the emergency ward screaming loudly. <laughs> there was something very wrong. Yeah, that was the beginning. And then it was trying to work out, I guess, what what exactly had broken. And uh, yeah, my, a disc had ruptured. And as it began to heal, it healed with scar tissue that formed all around the, uh, the nerve down my left leg and couldn't be removed. Can you describe how it feels? It feels like there's a truck parked on my leg and it's just been crushed. And the more active I am, the more I move around, the more it flares it up and the worse it it gets. At this stage, this kind of injury can't be repaired. There's some good medication which uh, helps me manage it, but that's it. And it's just something we have to live with. Therese, how has the situation affected you? You know, I've become his carer and his protector. That role of changing from being a wife to that element of carer, that's massive and very draining at times. And then to trying to compensate as a parent for Joash. Sometimes I feel like I have to be both mum and dad because 
Stephen can't do the dad things that um, a dad would normally do with their son. And how have you felt about those changes? I went through a time of a lot of anger, a lot of anger at God for why did this have to happen to us. We had the world at our feet. But I think I learned that just continually asking that is just wasting time. And you just keep living in this anger and this frustration that is not quality life. But it took a while, it took quite a while to come to terms with and just, yeah, let go of that anger. Stephen, how does the pain affect your quality of life? There's now a big cost. So if I want to go and uh, do something or, or, tra- or get in the car, you know, there's probably about two or three car trips I can make a week. And if I do more than that, my, you know, my pain will just go through the roof. And so there has to be a plan. I, it's very, it's impossible for us to do something spontaneous. The house has had to change and things have had to be adapted so that uh, I can be a shut-in successfully. And um, I guess our bedroom's been redesigned so that I can just, I've got access to a computer screen and, and TV and, and so I've got a window to the outside world if I can't move. Mm. Therese mentioned earlier about having to be both mum and dad for Joe Ash. How have you come to terms with the limitations on being that active dad? Not being able to be an active outdoorsman, father playing sport with my son or doing active things, motorbike riding, rock climbing, anything like that is out. I found that really difficult. But I guess I compensate by where I can be involved in Joe Ash's life, I, I am. And he's very good at understanding what I can't do. He's probably better at handling it than I am. Joe Ash, do you feel like you're missing out on things with your dad? Uh, well, I feel that I miss out on doing physical things with him. Like I play tennis at the moment and he used to play tennis, but now he can't. And so that's something that I miss. But sometimes he'll get out on his scooter and burn around and try to... Yep, OK, get out and hit. But, um, yeah, some things I miss out on, but he can do other things instead. What things can you do with him? Um, he can play video games and that's about it. But that's that's fine because there's a number of different games that we can play. and Or build stuff like mm-hmm. Minecraft. Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we have a common interest in movies and music and things like that that we can e- explore and enjoy together. If we're watching a TV show, then if something funny happens, we'll laugh our heads yeah. off. Have, having a wicked sense of humour helps, doesn't mm. it? Yeah. A shared wicked <laughs> sense of humour. Everyone's got an uncle had the same thing and now they're so much better just give them a ring gee thanks a lot more advice or remedy rolls off your tongue makes you feel so much better but leaves me undone when I've tried Chronic. 
You're listening to Messages of Hope and the story of one young family's journey with chronic pain. You know, I have a, a friend and we've recently been invited to another uh, healing thing by some great guru. And, um, yeah, you know, there are times where God miraculously heals and I don't deny that, but I think we're just over just living our life thinking, I'm going to be healed, I've got to be healed, we've got to get over this rather than, no, God is with us in our suffering. And At some point it just has to be acceptance. Otherwise... Life just passes by and, and you're always looking for that solution. Whereas I think that for us, until we accepted it, we couldn't actually move forward. Mm. So how did you feel at the time when these attempts at healing weren't working? I, I mean, I remember feeling really gutted, absolutely gutted. that what And what is wrong with me that God won't heal me when, um, you know, this promise is is supposedly given that you'll be healed and um, there's only so many times that I think you can emotionally put yourself Mm. in that Mm. vulnerable position and when it doesn't work or if Mm. it doesn't work, yeah, it's absolutely shattering. I I can really understand why for some people that ends their faith Mm. when that doesn't work. Why hasn't it ended your faith in God? Um. Uh, suffering, I think, can give a, a, a different level of wisdom, I think, about your worldview and how God's uh, part of that worldview. Um, I, I, like, I feel like before this, I was so naive about suffering and so naive about people with chronic medical conditions and the challenges they face. And so did not understand the book of Job at all and and now I feel like I do and, and I'm so and I'm just aware I've got a different worldview of Christ and his suffering for humanity and his suffering for me and and God's understanding of how suffering how much suffering hurts and and how challenging that is. And, and I have now that respect of, well, Jesus went through those same. Jesus understands suffering. And, and God's not this vindictive lightning thrower out there trying to spoil everything. This is just the way life is. Suffering is a part of life. And and God is, is our way of understanding that and coming to terms with it and living um, and moving forward and, and having, despite all of this, having a fruitful life and a, a solid marriage and still being a parent and, uh, and, a, and a friend and having a place in the world. Mm. I, I, think, I, guess... I, think, I think too it's the, um, the support of our parents who are just such faithful, faithful Christian people who we know pray for us night and day. I think that helps feed our faith to an extent and keep us thinking, yeah, God is watching over us. Therese, at the beginning of today's program, you said that Stephen's very different to the man you married. How have you come to terms with that? Well, for me, you know, I I married Stephen for better, for worse, in sickness and in health. And so aside from standing by those vows, he's still my soulmate. He's still the person I know that I'm meant to spend the rest of my life with, no matter what gets thrown at us. Um, when one of us is down, the other one is usually the strong one, and we just pick each other up and um, and are just committed to, you know, seeing it through. 
and holding our family together and, and showing Joash that despite struggles in life, that, yeah, God will get you through it. Mm. So, Stephen, what is it that gets you out of bed every morning? Making my wife coffee. <laughs> you know, there, there's, thing, there's so many things I can't do that the things that I can do become really important, passionately important. The, you know, the one thing I can do is cook and make my wife a coffee. And there's some days that's all I can really do as far as contributing to the house and the family goes. So those things become really important. And how do you see your purpose in life now and into the future? I, I, I was pastor to a school and a church community and now I, my, my church is us three. And that's where, I, that's where my ministry is now. That and to my parents, our parents while they're alive and our extended family, they they are now the, the church that I need to care for. And enjoying my life within the limitations that I have. Yeah. And and you know, there are things I can still do and areas that I will open up and things that God has for me. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For more about coping with chronic pain, go to messagesofhope.org.au or for a free booklet written by today's guests, Stephen and Therese, call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. It's just chronic, we shy, with bionic, it's just chronic. I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church, where love comes to life.